This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Today, we're going to be talking about leadership lessons from President Abraham Lincoln. Now, Abraham Lincoln was born on the 12th of February in 1809. He was born in Kentucky on a place that was called Sinking Springs Farm. And he later moved to Indiana, and later in his life, he moved to Illinois. During his lifetime, he served in a variety of different jobs and different offices politically. He was very interested in politics. Ultimately, he became a lawyer, an attorney, and he was largely an uneducated man in terms of formal education, so it took some doing for him to get to this attorney role. What we know him best for is being the 16th president of the United States, and he served during the Civil War, which was a very tumultuous time. So when he became president, the southern states started leaving the Union and separating you know, from the United States. And so he had to enter into the Civil War in order to bring the Union back together as one entity. So under his leadership, we have several things that occurred. He actually was, he issued an Emancipation Proclamation in 1862, which was really for the freedom of slaves in the areas that were known as the areas of rebellion. And that was while all of this this conflict was going on. He also was very instrumental in getting the 13th Amendment through, which was the amendment that ended slavery. And we know that um, he also was a president who instituted the national celebration of Thanksgiving. And the first one of those celebrations occurred the last Thursday of November in 1864. So once he had put all of this in place, shortly after that, he was killed, assassinated by someone who was actually a Confederacy supporter. And so that's how he ended his life. But what we do know is that he continues to speak to us today because of the quality of life that he lived and some of the principles that he lived by, and that's what we're going to focus on today. Okay, so I want to cover five leadership lessons from Abraham Lincoln. And the first one is what I would call educate yourself. So one of the things he said as a quote is this. He said, my best friend is a person who will give me a book I have not read. So one of the ways that he extended his own learning was he read a variety of books. And it was one of his political rivals, who ultimately also became a friend, who suggested that he read some law-related books. And from that experience, that's how he got his license to practice law in 1836, is because of his own personal reading, which he continued throughout his life. Anything he wanted to learn about and that he didn't know about, he knew that somebody had experienced it and recorded it in a book. And so he availed himself of that education. The second lesson from Abraham Lincoln was, 
to speak the language of the people. And this is really important because he was a rural person. And as a trial attorney, he was often speaking with other people who were rural. And he was able to relate to the jury because he could speak their language. And one of the things he reflected on about his childhood is that he hated when people would speak to him with words that didn't make sense or that he didn't understand. So when he was appealing to the jury, he would use rural examples. And in one really um, significant case involving some physicians who had conducted a surgery on someone, he actually used some chicken bones to demonstrate how bones in humans actually heal and what happens when those bones are in an older person versus a young person. And because the jury was able to understand this very difficult concept, he actually won his case. Speak the language of the people. That's lesson number two. Number three is to actually believe in your people. And so he has a quote where he says, I'm a success today because I had a friend who believed in me and I didn't have the heart to let him down. Believing in your people is really important. Being able to point out what are those persons' gifts and talents? How can you build their confidence in their ability to learn, to develop, and to succeed? How can you speak to them in such a way that they can see that they can become the, sh the shining stars that you envision. So sometimes people may not innately carry the vision initially about themselves, but it's that friend who believes in them and points it out. And that was the third leadership lesson. He had a friend like that. And one of those people, by the way, happened to be his stepmother. His stepmother built a lot into his life and really encouraged him to continue to learn and move forward. Number four would be the concept of replace ineffective leaders. When he was in the midst of the Civil War, he had Major General George McClellan on his team, and he noticed that General George McClellan was lacking the boldness to actually win in battle. Lincoln didn't think twice then about replacing him, and so he replaced him with Lieutenant General Ulysses S. Grant. And though they went through a lot of strife, they went through a lot of war, the bottom line is that the Union was saved and Lieutenant General Ulysses Grant was not afraid to take bold action. So sometimes you've got to get the right people on the bus, so to speak. The number five lesson from Abraham Lincoln that I want to mention is this. Surround yourself with diverse people of diverse views. He was not afraid to have people around him who might have a different point of view from him because it takes a collective to win. And you've got to have people from coming from multiple backgrounds and perspectives. So Lincoln's cabinet was very small in comparison to a presidential cabinet today. He only had four people and two of those people really were always at odds and always having arguments and fusses and fights over different issues. So Lincoln became known as a person who was able to lead a team of rivals. And that's what's also important in the workplace for you today as well. So here's my question for you. 
How are you leveraging these leadership lessons yourself, not only to develop you, but also to strengthen your teams and also to strengthen your organization? What are you doing for your own continuing education, the continuing education and preparation of your people? How are you making sure that you're speaking in a language that your people relate to and that they can understand? What are the messages that you are sharing with them that say, I believe in you. I see your talents. I see your gifts. I see your skills. And here's what's possible. Here's what you can become. What are you doing to look around and say, hmm, this person is in the wrong role. I need to replace them. Sometimes it doesn't mean they have to be out of the organization, but they may need to be in a different job or a different role. And other times they may need to be totally gone. So sometimes you do have to replace leaders. And how are you surrounding yourself, not just with people who are yes people, but with those who will challenge your thinking to take it to the next level? When you are ready to take your organization to the next level and to apply these leadership skills and traits that we've been talking about, let's talk. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. For more information, please visit my website, transleadership.com.